I know I've never mentioned this before, but I have a fiery passion for the summer months. I love it. I, it's just a great time to be around the lakes here up north. And we really have the most beautiful and perfect weather. And so that we're just we're just getting there, right? It's just beginning to be a part of May. And then we have May, June, July, August. The one thing that we do get here is severe storms. Hey, let's build it with Corey Heppola and from Lindus Construction, Andy Lindus. Once that heat rises, the humidity rises, the one thing, Andy, that we worry about here a lot, um, mm -hmm. thunderstorms. They come and they hit and they can hit hard. What do we have to do to prepare for uh, the thunderstorm season here? Yeah, you know, uh, my mother, you know, she's a snowbird, Corey, and recently came back and she realized real quickly why that she doesn't come back in April usually. I love our winter months too. I love our summer months. But the month of April with uh, the storms and raining and cloudy and then hailstorms and tornadoes, it's a, it can be a bear to deal with. And severe storms have, have already happened in the metro. Minnesota every year is one of the most hit states with severe weather as far as home damages, whether it's wind damage, tornado damage, or hail damage. Minnesota is going to be in the top five of states affected, it seems like, every year. So it's something that we have to always worry about. And there's some steps I think we can take that are going to make the process a little bit easier and, and there's some things you can do that and some products that i think you can use that's going to make your home maybe withstand some of these storms a little bit faster so you mentioned it the severe storms that we particularly have to to deal mm -hmm. with thunderstorms and along with that is thunder lightning but also hail um, yep. and then flooding potentially uh, tornadoes too but i think we can get to that a little bit later so let's let's focus in on like the thunderstorms what can we do to prepare well, I always tell people with 30 minutes a year, Corey, you can make this process and make your whole insurance process go a lot smoother. And first step would be talking to your insurance agent. It always shocks me how many people that we talk to that don't know who their insurance agent is, where they're getting their insurance, or don't have that relationship. You should be once a year talking to whoever you buy your insurance from and going through your policy. When you do that once a year, you can ask questions like, who should I call in a flood? Do you, ever, do you recommend anybody for mold mitigation? Um, what, what is the process? Should I get hail? And, and your insurance agent might actually have contractors he could recommend, companies that work with, with storms and work with flooding, work with hail, that are, that are more specialized to take that on. And it, it never comes at a good time, but if you call the contractor right now, that you, that doesn't specialize in emergency services, you might be waiting two, three weeks. Usually your insurance company has somebody that can get out and at least take care of what needs to be taken care of right away. But after you talk to the insurance company, there's some things you can do around your house. You and I have talked about this before. The eight pictures you can take on the yeah. exterior of your home can be invaluable. So you can show them before and after, and you can really prove that this was the storm that caused this damage. Those eight pictures are from every side, and every corner of your house. You take those eight pictures, you should have a, a complete 360 degree view of, of your house. And it might just help you to know that you really don't have damage. Sure, do you, can you just do that from the ground? You don't have to get on a ladder or anything like that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get on a ladder at all. Getting from the ground, you should be able to get enough of every facet, every slope that, that is gonna give you, if you don't even get the entire house, you're gonna be okay. Okay. What, you know, so hail comes and, and obviously those pictures will come in handy because you can look, Hey, you know, and I think lots of times too, they can diagnose um, with hail. 
all right, that is absolutely from that particular storm. It's not from something else. It is from hail. And I think that can all be diagnosed. Of course, you got to watch out for the people who are always knocking on your door the day after a, after a hailstorm too. Well, exactly. And, and there's, there's countless apps now. I mean, this is, this is big business, Corey. Hail, hail chasing, storm chasers as a whole. There's, there's basically my world is divided into two groups of contractors. You have your stormers. And then you have your replacement contractors, the retail guys, they call us. And that's, that's, that's what we specialize in. We, we do a lot more jobs where you're just calling us to fix your house. It's not storm restoration. Although over the years, depending on the storm, like the one we had in 2017, it seemed like that's all we dealt with. So we have a lot of customers that, that we go both ways, but there are companies that are just designed to go around the company and storm. Like I, I have three different apps on my phone. And I can tell you that about 35 miles away from your house on April 4th, there was inch and a half from your house. There's inch and a half hail. Uh, March 12th, we had hail in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it goes down to the side of the street, the way the wind was going. I mean, they, they have this stuff down to a science. Somebody's put this goes to show you how many dollars are behind these 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 stormers. Yeah, actually, we got a listener question on that. Do you mind if I give it to you here? There's a yeah, sure. question. Uh, it says, Andy, why do I always have someone at my door telling me I have hail to my roof? Um, this happens every summer. What do I do? So you kind of answered that a little bit, but uh, l- let's expand on that. Well, the, the way the, these, these, these companies are usually set up is they have their hunters, their canvassers, that their only job is to get the inspection done. And to like get yes to be in the inspection. And usually if they can get you to sign off on a contingency, and what this is going to say is that if you do have hail damage, you have to use that company to do the work. They're going to get an adjuster out and take their chances, whether or not you have damage. And I can tell you, this is why we have such a really good luck negotiating with insurance adjusters and showing insurance adjusters damage and they're uh, them agreeing to the right price, which always seems to be the most frustrating part of the process is coming to the right number to get your house fixed with your contractor. Yep. But we have a long history of looking at adjusters and going, you're right, there is no damage here. Because if there isn't, we're not going to play dumb. We're not going to, we're not going to try to pull the one, pull one over on them. No one likes to deal with storms. If, if there isn't truly damage, you don't want a new roof anyways. It's not like, I mean, Tell you, Corey, think about yourself. How many times you've been sitting there and like, ah, oh, I just can't wait to get a new roof. I'm just really yeah. excited. I mean, there's a few of us out there. Me, <laughs> I get excited about roofing, but this is what I do every day. Like, I, I know next summer I'm putting a new roof on. I'm excited about it. It's just because I know the type of shingle that I'm going to get. But again, I, this is my industry. So, yeah, you're, you're, a, roof, you're a roof nerd. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. exactly. There's, there's, there's not very many of us. So this happened to me in 2015. We had just moved back, and that's why I remember we had just moved back home, moved into our new house, and that summer we had, poof, I don't know, three or four really, really intense thunderstorms, and one in particular happened. I think it was in July, and it happened all in our neighborhood. And the next day we had storm chasers out knocking on doors, just like, hey, we know you got hit with hail. And, and a bunch of new houses, and our house is brand new. It's a new construction home at that point. It's less than a year old. And 
we had a storm chaser out there and he was up. Oh yeah, absolutely need a new roof. And a few people in our neighborhood actually got them. And then we were like, I just don't feel good about it. We ended up calling somebody else. They got up there and said, you know, you have a little bit, but your roof is still really, really good. I, I don't think that you need to have a whole new roof, but that, that put us at ease. It was like, okay, you know, we, we don't need to do this already. And we didn't, we, I guess to your point, we didn't, we didn't want to do it at that particular time because we didn't need to do it. Yeah. And, and it sounded like it, yes, it's nice. Insurance company is going to take care of the majority of the cost, but it's still going to cost you a couple of grand. Exactly. You know, and, and why spend that money if you don't have to, and it's, you don't have to do it right now. Yeah. If, if, if it really isn't going to leak, if you don't have to worry about wind damage, things of that nature, uh, then, then, then why you have a couple of years. So if you have the relationship, like we talked about earlier with your insurance, uh, agent, and you can talk to him and be like, all right, I have some damage. I'm going to let the riffraff clear out of here. And, and next year I'm going to handle it. I'm going to, I'm going to call a contractor. I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to make an emotional decision. Those are the success stories of the storm. The people that I'm not saying that the guys knocking on doors are all bad, Corey. No, I really don't want there's, in fact, we wouldn't be able to handle a storm without them. Like, like the contractors that, that are in a typical metropolitan area. Um, let's even talk about like if her anywhere, like a hurricane happens in Florida, a big hail event like we had where 3 million homes are affected. Like in 2017, the contractors locally, this it's, it's 10 years worth of work. We don't have, we need the people to come from around the country to help us rebuild. So yep. that's, that's a needed thing. If you're just going to take their word for it and you don't do your due diligence, check the references out, check their previous work and sit down and meet with them and take the time, then you're probably going to end up with one of those people that like this year so far, we're up to, I think it's 19, 17 or 19. It's an odd number that's almost a 20 times this year. We've been called out to put together estimates for people to fight their contractors in court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it seems like almost every one of those people picked a door knocker, picked somebody that just knocked on their door. They didn't call somebody. They didn't do their due diligence. And, or they were forced to use this builder in this neighborhood because this is the only thing they could find. And I think there's some of that going on now. I mean, try to find a house nowadays. You're going to be stuck making a decision because that's what's available. And that, that's when, when things go sideways, typically. So I think there are two things here. Hey, here's health. Two things here. Here's number one. All right. I think packing yourself with a little bit of knowledge can help you out so that you know the right choice for you. And I think the number one thing here that I want people to to understand, what are some signs of hail? Like even just knowing from yourself as somebody who, you know, I I don't really go up in my roof a lot, but I don't really know what hail looks like, um, you know, or the hail damage, what that looks like. Just what are some tips or, or at least one tip for people to understand what they should know or what a roof looks like that needs to be replaced? Well, so, sometimes the actual shingle itself, it can be really tricky. And to the untrained eye, the, the bruising that can happen, especially right after a hailstorm, can be hard to see. And it gets even harder to see if your roof is wet. So your softer metals is a good place to start. Um, a lot of your, your chimney pipes that come up or your, where your heating vent is, your gutters, your downspouts, things like that, inspect those for vents, dents. And even on some of the, uh, of the metals out there, 
it's hard to see the dents, but if you got any like of your kid's sidewalk chalk and you take that, put it on edge and, and you just rub the sidewalk chalk on the metal surface, the dents, if they're there, will show up. Sure. And if you're seeing those, it's probably wise then to try to get a contractor out, one that you call, one that you've researched, one that maybe has been recommended to you or that you've worked with in the past, because that's just your best chance of having success. And then when they come out, they, they can give you an inspection or they might, when you, when you call the contractor, like for us, for, for us, Corey, like when that, that hail storm happened in Invergrove Heights in March, I was able to inspect every one of our roofs. Um, and I sent my customers a text. They sent yes or no. Would they like the roof inspected for free? We found zero damage on any of our roofs in that area that were, that were inspected. But if we had, we'd immediately told the customer to call their insurance company, let us know when the adjuster is going to be out and we'll set up a time to meet with the adjuster and, and go from there. Sure. So just packing that little bit of knowledge can help you. So now, all right, let's look at this. We, we've talked about uh, steps to prepare for a severe storm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the steps you take after a severe storm. So thunderstorms, hail, uh, maybe some flooding. Um, so all this stuff has now happened, Andy, and we are obviously emotional. We are upset. We are, uh, you know, maybe freaking out here. What, what would you suggest that people do first? Well, if you had taken care of the stuff on the front end and you have your list of emergency services and you've talked to a company like us and we offer this to our customers, should a hailstorm happen or a windstorm happen and your house is open to the weather where more wind and more rain is going to cause more damage, we can get in there and seal it up. Having things like a, a tarp on hand that you can get up on your roof to make sure that no more water damage can happen. Mm -hmm. I know that the thought of having a couple of pieces of plywood out in, in your garage nowadays not being used just to be ready to be used if you need it. Say a window breaks, you need to board up a window, you need to do anything like that. When they're, when they're 62 bucks a, a piece right now, it's either put money in retirement or get my extra plywood to have for just in case reasons. Yeah, no kidding. It, 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 can, it can be a hard decision. But I've noticed that, oh, I know that the amount of damage that can occur for things that aren't taken care of right away. If you have a leak in your roof, it doesn't take long to cause hundreds, even thousands of dollars worth of damage. So first and foremost, make sure everyone in your house is safe. And let's make sure, what can I do to my house to make sure no more damage occurs? Once you get to that point, then it's time to start working the phones and hanging up the no solicitor sign outside because the door knockers are on their way. Like I, I had one in Invergrove Heights by one o'clock, March 12th in Minnesota, day after the storm, 11 people had knocked on their door by mm. one o'clock in the afternoon in March yeah. in Minnesota. Now, we had an unseasonably warm and not very much. And it was hailing in March, but still, by 1 o'clock in the afternoon, they'd already had 11 people knock on their door. And if you're working from home right now and, and that's happening, that's uh, that can be frustrating. I, what I told my customer, he had our impact-resistant shingles, so no hail damage needed, just hung a sign and said, I have a Class 4 shingle. Stop knocking. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I've got it taken care uh -huh. of. Got it taken care of. Yeah. So, okay. So that's something that you can do then, then right after. And obviously look, water gets into the house and even just a little bit. And, and if we're allowing it even a little bit at a, uh, at a time th that can do a, a world of damage. So I guess mm -hmm. it, it is just taking care of it and not saying, ah, you know what, I'll get to it tomorrow or the next day or the next day after that and waiting for somebody, you're going to have to do something yourself to make sure that it, 
it doesn't go from bad to worse. Yeah, from and, and this is again with the, the stuff you can do on on the front end too, Corey. Um, putting things off like trimming trees, and then a storm happens, can be the difference of you having three thousand dollars in damage to a window, like I saw yesterday, or not. You know that one that if a branch can touch your house, it needs to be trimmed. Yep, plain and simple. I mean, don't trim trees like you did recently but hey i knew you were gonna bring any... it up you, know? yeah. <laughs> call, you can call somebody to do that too if you want <laughs> you know what the broken window might have been better than the broken arm <laughs> when you think about it but yeah it was three it was three thousand dollars yesterday a pine branch got swung in the wind it was still like beaten on the house and it cracked the window and it's just it's it's gonna be three grand i can't replace that sash anymore it's unsourceable yeah we've got one more thing hey here's a pointer you know when, when I talk about insurance and stormers and insurance companies, I'm speaking in generalities and, and, and just from my own experience. And, and contractors will often say, if you can sing their jingle, you might want to get a different insurance company. That's not always the case. Um, I've had really good luck with all sorts of insurance companies. State Farm, I know their jingle and, and they're awesome to work with. But I'm telling you, the customers that have a relationship with their insurance agent have a smoother process to go through. So it's maybe it's just not about whatever company you use. It might be about the agent that you use. And this should be somebody that you have a personal relationship with. They're out there. They're easily found. I know it takes some front-end work. And it's always nice to get your homeowner's insurance out of sight, out of mind. But this is this, these policies are written different. There's different riders you can put on there to make you better protected and your insurance people can lead you down that path. So if you're not friends with your insurance guy, that might be a relationship you want to work on. I would like State Farm Insurance more when they cut ties with Aaron Rodgers, when they get a different <laughs> spokesperson. In. Hey, they got Patrick Mahomes now. I, I know it's not a Viking, but hey. They're transitioning. Up. You know, and we Minnesotans, we claim everybody. Patrick Mahomes' dad played for the Twins, so he's practically Minnesotan. Well, what happens in two years when Aaron Rodgers is the Vikings quarterback? Is it okay then? Yeah, it'll be great. (laughs) Andy, good stuff. Thanks, man. Thank you.